The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. When I say the word Armageddon, what do you think of? Does it make you anxious? Do you not even want to think about it? Maybe it's a word you know little about or ever heard of. Well, by the end of today's program, you will know what it's about and you will know how this future event is coming soon and it's not going to impact on some place far, far away, but right where you are. Yes, it's going to affect you personally. Let me make it clear. The world and you have a destiny with Armageddon. God has predicted in His Holy Bible that a time is coming when all the forces that exist, both physical and spiritual, will come together in the greatest battle the world has ever known. As physical armies amass to fight each other, they, as well as Satan and his wicked demons, will fight their last battle against the returning Jesus Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Christ will then begin the process of building a new world, not in heaven as many think, but right here on this earth. Where will you be when that great day comes? Will you be with Jesus Christ being a part of his mighty army? I'm here to tell you that you can survive Armageddon. I'm about to show you how, so stay tuned. A warm welcome to Tomorrow's World. We want to bring you the good news of God's great plan for His new world government. It's coming soon, and God has a vital part for you in that plan. The word Armageddon is used by many people to describe the worst possible scenario for our planet. General Douglas MacArthur, Supreme Commander of Allied Powers in the Pacific during World War II, in his farewell speech to a Congress, echoed a warning which he had given years earlier on board the battleship USS Missouri, following the surrender of Japanese forces on the 2nd of September, 1945. He said, We have had our last chance. If we will not devise some greater and more equitable system, Armageddon will be at our door. The problem basically is theological and involves a spiritual recrudescent and improvement of human character. It must be of the spirit if we are to save the flesh. Now you need to know the real story behind Armageddon. So to help you, we want to give you a copy of our special booklet, Armageddon and Beyond. Be sure to phone the number on the screen for your free copy. So, where does the word Armageddon come from? Well, actually, it's only used once in the whole Bible, in the book of Revelation, in fact. So let's turn there and read Revelation chapter 16, verses 14 to 16. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world 
to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now verse 16, and they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Notice this future battle itself is not actually called Armageddon, but rather the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now the place where the armies gather before that great battle is north of Jerusalem at Megiddo, from which the word comes. In fact, Hamageddon in the Greek means the hill of Megiddo. And it's one of the most excavated sites in the Middle East. Archaeologists have unearthed millennia of history there. The Romans called it the Via Maris, as it held a strategic position on the crossroads of civilizations. Megiddo has been of vital military importance. But what about Megiddo's future role? It's at this place where two great armies, one from the north of the Holy Land and one from the east, will come to fight each other. And instead of engaging in the world's last great battle between men, they will be confronted by a great cosmic army in the skies and they will unite to fight a common enemy. Who will that enemy be? Well, believe it or not, it will be the returning Jesus Christ coming to overcome Satan and all evil and establish his government on earth. These armies will be deceived into thinking that Jesus Christ is an alien from outer space. So to help you know more about Armageddon and the great day of battle that accompanies it, we want to send you our free publication, Armageddon and Beyond. This informative booklet will reveal all that goes before and comes after this future world event. It will also show you what you can do to ensure that you will survive Armageddon. Phone the number on the screen and we will send the booklet to you. On today's program, we're going to discover the what, why, where and how that will surround Armageddon. Now that we have seen what Armageddon is, let us take some time to consider why there's going to be an Armageddon. As General MacArthur said, It must be of the spirit if we are to save the flesh. The battle of the great day of God is as much a spiritual battle as it will be a physical one. Very few realize that our parents, Adam and Eve's decision to listen to the serpent actually still affects us today. Believe it or not, what appeared to be a harmless choice over an apple, or whatever the fruit was, turned out to be a choice that will ultimately lead to the outcome of Armageddon. Notice what it says in Genesis chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, therefore the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. When Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, they adopted a way of life that is a mixture of good and evil. And what could be the climax for us all? Well, it could be nuclear extermination. Any number of events could lead to the end of the world as we know it. Nuclear destruction? Yes. There are over 30,000 nuclear weapons 
ready to be launched. And new members are rushing to join the nuclear club. Iran and North Korea are the latest after India and Pakistan over a decade ago signed up. But there are other threats. Let's consider germ warfare or biological weapons. There are rogue countries capable of releasing terrifying bacterial and chemical poisons into the air or our water supplies. Clouds of anthrax could sweep over large cities. And so you need our free booklet, Armageddon and Beyond, and it will reveal to you the sequence of events that lead up to Armageddon. You can know how you and your loved ones can be safe during this period, since God does promise protection to his faithful servants. Just send for it now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. This offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to the program. So far, we've seen what Armageddon is and why it must take place. But when will it take place? Well, in the prophetic sequence of Revelation, we find that Armageddon is between the sixth and the seventh bowls of God's anger that are poured out on the world. The river Euphrates dries up and makes it possible for an army of 200 million soldiers to come from the Far East and from the Northeast. Their purpose is to destroy the army of the beast power centered in Europe. Now you think about it, my friends. God has given the world a time of relative peace for the last 60 years. Not since Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong have we had leaders of the major nations who would have been likely to push the nuclear button. Thankfully, no madman has been in control over any of the big countries. But there are always plenty in the smaller ones who could start a nuclear war. The risk is ever-present, as Bill Joy of Sun Microsystems said in an interview in the April 2000 Wired magazine. He said, I think it is no exaggeration to say we are on the cusp of the further perfection of extreme evil, an evil whose possibility spreads well beyond that which weapons of mass destruction bequeathed in the nation states onto surprising and terrible empowerment of extreme individuals. Such an extreme individual is prophesied to come to power just before the events of Armageddon. Let's notice Daniel chapter 8 verses 23 to 25. A king shall arise having fierce features, 
who understands sinister schemes. His power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. That power shall come from the devil himself. He shall destroy fearfully and shall prosper and thrive. He shall destroy the mighty and also the holy people. He shall even rise against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without human means. Of course, the prince of princes is Jesus Christ himself. This king of fierce countenance will be a great political leader and also a military ruler of that beast power at the end of this present world's age. Jesus Christ warned in Matthew chapter 24, verses 21 to 22, For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. On tomorrow's world, our real purpose is to bring you good news. We call our program Tomorrow's World because there will be a wonderful tomorrow for the world when all evil men of this world are taken out of the way. All is not gloom and doom. There's very good news ahead. And we can assure you that this planet will not be obliterated by asteroids or nuclear annihilation. Yes, this world is going to experience a time of unprecedented peace and prosperity after the return of Jesus Christ. God is calling a small cadre of faithful servants to join him in bringing this about. They're being trained right now in homes across the United States, Canada, Europe, and Africa, in workplaces in Australia and New Zealand. There are people who are serious about becoming true Christians whom Jesus Christ will use to bring peace to this world. In fact, all over the world, people are being trained for the future. Could you be one of those wherever you are in the world today? In the first part of the program, we learned what Armageddon will be. It's a gathering of the two greatest armies ever amassed in history near Megiddo in the north of modern-day Israel. They'll gather together to fight each other, but at the last moment will combine forces to fight Jesus Christ at the climactic battle of the great day of God Almighty. Armageddon is not the battle itself, but the staging area for these armies. We also saw where Armageddon will occur, and we also learned why there will be an Armageddon. It's because mankind wants to live his own way, even if it means at the risk of total world destruction. Has there ever been any weapon invented that has not finally been unleashed? Of course not. Without God's intervention humanity would ultimately disappear from the face of the earth. Oh, but the goodness of human nature means that we will be able to work it all out, I hear you say. No, not true. Do you remember what we read earlier? Unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. It'll be God's miraculous intervention that will save mankind. My friends, you need our free booklet, Armageddon and Beyond. It will provide vital information explaining the exciting events leading up to Armageddon and will describe what is to come after this terrible destruction on earth. When we come back, we'll go into depth on what the Bible says about how Armageddon will come about. So don't go away. 
To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. This offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to the program. We've talked about the what and the where of Armageddon. So let's now cover the important question, how will Armageddon come about? This event is just one part of a sequence of events given to us in the book of Revelation that start with the increasing world troubles and ends with the whole world being brought to a standstill as God punishes us for our sins. Let's turn, if we will, to Revelation chapter 6, verse 1. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. What follows are these? Six seals, the first four of which are often called the four horsemen of the apocalypse or revelation. They are a white horse of religious deception, then a blood-red horse of war, followed by a deadly black horse of famine, and then a sickly pale horse, picturing pestilence or plague. It's a time of great tribulation or dire calamity for primarily the people of the United States, Great Britain and the Anglo-Celtic people. Other countries in northwestern Europe will also suffer along with them. Now this time of terror and suffering is known as Jacob's trouble in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30 and in verse 7. Let's read that. Alas, for that day is great. It is the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Do you want to escape the terrible times that are coming upon our people? Then now is your time to act. Phone the number on the screen right now for your copy of Armageddon and Beyond. This free booklet has been written specifically for you to know what lies beyond for a world that does not know what is coming upon it. Now let us return to our chart. The sixth seal is heavenly signs. Well, what does that mean? Well, let's see what God tells us. In Joel chapter 2, verses 31 to 32, it says, The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But notice also in Revelation, the seventh seal is opened at the end of chapter 6. Here it says in verse 17, For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? And then the next chapter reveals seven trumpeters appearing on the scene, announcing God's correction on all who refuse to obey him. This is the day of the Lord, where firstly, a 
third of green grass and trees are burned up. Secondly, a third of sea becomes blood. Thirdly, a third of waters turn bitter. Then fourthly, a third of the sun, moon and stars do not shine. And next comes an outpouring of great military power. And finally, a 200 million strong army from the east gathers. Before we come to the climax of this world's ultimate end, we should now consider the seventh and last trumpet. Have you ever heard the expressions, the last trump or the trumpet shall sound? Well, this is it. This is the last trumpet blast that will announce the end of this wicked and evil world. As Jesus Christ descends to the earth's atmosphere, something dramatic occurs. Notice 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Now this is a mystery to most people who believe they are Christians. Do you want to know what the meaning of this mystery is? Well, let's read 1 Corinthians 15. It reads, Behold, I will tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Who are the we mentioned in this verse when it says, we shall be changed? Well, the answer is it will be a very few people who have committed themselves to God in this present age of wickedness. Those who have gone against the mainstream flow of this world. It could be you if you're responding to God in your life. Don't think it's going to be easy. It will involve decisions that will set you against family, friends and acquaintances. But you won't be the first to do so. Abraham chose between his land and the one that God wanted him to go to. Daniel and his friends chose God's way rather than that of King Nebuchadnezzar. All of the apostles, except John, died unnatural deaths. These heroes were called men and women of faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 34, it tells us that they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of wickedness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fight the armies of the aliens, Women received their dead raised to life again. Now that sure doesn't sound like the average suburban life in America, Canada, Australia or New Zealand. But the days are coming when this will happen to true Christians again. And so we have a booklet for you. It's reserved in our warehouse ready for mailing to you. This booklet will help you in your study of Bible prophecy and the exciting events leading up to Armageddon and beyond. So phone our number and we will send it to you just as soon as we can. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. Welcome back to the last part of our program. Armageddon is coming soon. Now, why would we want to make these programs? would we want to spend millions of dollars a year to bring a warning message to you? Well, the answer is simple. You know, if you knew there was a train wreck coming, wouldn't you do everything within your power to warn the engineer, the passengers, and the signal box 
of what was coming. Of course you would. Well, the prophet Isaiah faced the same dilemma. In Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 to 9, we read, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Go and tell this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Who tells us what we should believe? Who shapes the life decisions we make? If we're so good at deciding what to do with our lives, then why are so many people suffering? Why is Armageddon coming? Well, by now you know the answer. It's because we humans can't make right decisions. We keep getting it wrong and we need help. What do you think mankind's reaction will be? They're actually going to hate Jesus Christ in Eden in world affairs. They think he should stay in his place in heaven. And the God of this world, Satan the devil, well, he's getting angry because he knows his days are short. He's going to be captured, chained, and cast into an abyss, a dark, foul, and loathsome prison, along with all of his demons. They're afraid. They know their days are numbered. And Armageddon is their last desperate effort to destroy Jesus Christ and his faithful servants. All of their sneering, sarcastic, despiteful hatred towards Jesus Christ, their creator, will come to nothing. Instead, a new world of peace and harmony will come upon the world. People who have been filled with hatred, pride and arrogance will be changed. And if you're one of those whom God is calling now, you can become a powerful, wise, perfect son of God. Those who will be raised in the first resurrection will be changed from flesh to spirit, from mortal to immortal. They will receive the gift of God that will fulfill their great potential as a son of God. Today's free booklet that we are offering you is titled Armageddon and Beyond. What is the beyond? Well, let me quote from page 42 of the booklet. It says, God has an awesome destiny in store for his faithful children. We will be active, fulfilled, and gloriously happy for all eternity. Do you want to be a part of the glorious future that God has planned for you? I'm more than certain that you will answer yes to that question. Don't delay the decision that you have been putting off for some time. I know that many of you are regular viewers of the program, so act now and request your copy of Armageddon and Beyond. Be sure to join us again next week when Roderick Meredith and Richard Ames will give you the good news of tomorrow's world. Wallace Smith and I will also present you with information that will help you to bring your life into harmony with your great God and your Saviour, Jesus Christ. Until then, goodbye, friends. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. Tomorrow's World Telecast or request today's free offer. 
Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.